go <laughs> Okay, wait, no, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm number one. I'm the only one. Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me. Alien superstar. <laughs> I don't need a doctor. I patch things up on my own. <laughs> and good. we're back, bitches. Yes. I'm Tyler. And I am. I am Travis, yes. And this is Privileged Twinks. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Where we talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. Season three. That special place in Utah. It has been, what, six months, seven months, eight months? I actually have no concept of how long it's been. It's been a long time. Many things have changed. We've moved. Yes. We've gotten a better microphone, hopefully. Oh, my lord. (laughs) We can sit on the couch and podcast. (laughs) Without creaky chairs. Um, we still have four animals. Thank goodness. Jen has pled guilty. Oh. <laughs> we did do a recap episode, so if you want to listen to that, go back and listen to the full, like, recap on... We did it, like, as it was happening, so it was very kind of like a breaking news podcast, a very journalistic podcast, if you will. Um, we won Pulitzer's and James Beard's awards. Yeah, we... Uh, Isn't that a restaurant one? James Beard, <laughs> yeah. We won three Michelin stars. I think we got a Tony. <laughs> we got EGOTs. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, we were bartenders on Watch What Happens Live. <gasps> Manifesting. No. Anyway, yeah, so Jen has been... Uh, her conviction comes at the end of November, so we will see what that entails. Who knows? I'm only sad because... It's not really sad. It's just we have to watch this whole season and every time she says she's innocent. Which is going to be every episode. And we'll know that she's not. I guarantee she's going to say it every single episode. Right. They already snuck it in on this confessional this time. Yes, yes. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm not excited about that. It seems stupid, but at the same time, it's like, you're lying. Uh, Liar! Liar! (laughs) It is really weird. It's just like... I don't know, it's, I've never really, like, like, I was just looking at her on the screen and in her confessionals and just knowing, like, this person's going to jail, but, like, when they were filming this, she still had hope that she wouldn't. Wouldn't, yeah. It's, like, this is a, it's just a weird thing. I've never really watched a show like that before. And I guess then you had to think, you know, do they know, does she, like, know, like, does she have this internal dialogue of, like, maybe, was it, like, can I get away with it? Or was it, right. or was it, I don't think I actually did anything wrong, but maybe I did and maybe I can't. Or did she just know I fully did something wrong and I knew it at the time. And, and then does coach Shaw know Yeah, when he's at his birthday dinner, you know, in the episode, are they like, does he in the back of his mind? Is he like, I hope, you know, who knows what he's thinking? I have to, it's think all very, a lot. Part of me, I don't know, part of me wants to think that, like, she didn't fully know that everything she did was wrong, and it was just, like, the day before trial. Her lawyers were literally like, these things did happen on your business, so, like, you are going to jail? I think that's too generous. You think so? Yeah, I definitely don't think it was a night before. Well, that that might not be the case, but... Yeah, no, I think she, after since she's pled guilty, obviously she knew for some period of time, if not the whole time, yeah. that she was doing something unsavory. But they were definitely like... And based on things other people have said about her business, that I think she probably knew the whole time. The lawyers, But you, I don't know. The lawyers were definitely trying to, like, 
get a lot of things dismissed in court. Like, part of me thinks, like, maybe she knew that, that like, obviously she or her company did something bad, even if it was, like, her not knowing. And her lawyers were really trying to be like, maybe we can get away with this if we can, like, get so many things dismissed, blah, blah, blah. And it got down to, like, two days before court, and then they were like, we can't get those things dismissed. Like, you're going to be... Like, everything's going to be thrown at you, so you might as well take a plea deal. Mm. But I think, overall, she knew that what she did was illegal. Well, let's Who's get, to know? <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, yeah, for real, who is to know? But at the end of the day, she is... She did plead guilty, which yeah. at the end of the day, she knows she was guilty. Well, and based off the conviction that she talked about all that stuff before, I feel like if she really, truly felt like she wasn't, she would fight it. Yeah. But, you know, I, who knows what they're saying? I, we have to get away from this because it's all very, who knows, she said she said. speculation. Kind well, of what pointless. we do know is in 2019, she said <laughs> that she mm. was making millions and you got to do what you got to do for money. Shady, shady boots. That is wild to just have that on confessional, whatever that was, whether it was confessional or like, I don't, I'm assuming they were filming in 2019, the first season, if it was three years ago, but... Whatever that thing they showed at the very beginning of the episode was either like yeah that was early yeah because I think some of the stuff they said made it into the show I I think that was commercials yeah so yeah do you want to go ahead and get started what did you feel about the episode as a whole what a fever dream <laughs> do you know when you're a child and you fall asleep and then your parents pick you up and you wake up in a different place and you're like where am I yes that was this episode <laughs> everything's upside down. Heather and Lisa are speaking to each other wild in friendly, not friendly terms, but alliancey type situations are happening. And Lisa, Meredith like, and Jen, Meredith and the but, whole time, right? Meredith and Jen of all people. It's uh, what's happening. Meredith's a two faced. I'm going to say it already. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am mad that Meredith becomes so close with Jen to the point of, like, being with her in New York during the trial in June. Or, like, pre-trial in June. Yeah. We have to see how it develops. I, I'm i not mad about it. I definitely think what they were trying to say, at the way it was shown, was that their prior beef was more, of the second season, was more because Meredith couldn't move on because she was just in general yeah. emotional turmoil with her family. And otherwise, she probably wouldn't have been so severe. Maybe and at the end of the day, she realized Brooks was a sissy bitch. Oh, no! <laughs> Just kidding. I'm excited for... He, he's getting a new reality show. On his own? Well, he's going to be on a reality oh, the kids show one. about parents on reality shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to watch that. I like Brooks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just joking about the yeah. sissy bitch thing. Obviously, that's uncalled for on Jen's part, but... Maybe she realized, like, at the end of the day, Jen wasn't actually, like, coming for her family. She was just kind of being, like, a troll on Twitter. Yeah. And they were making it seem like the reunion really kind of, like, put them, their friendship, like, on the map. Like, they were like, in L.A., we talked about these things. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the full episode. I already kind of mentioned it, but in 2019, they, like, showed all these flashbacks I saw this tweet today that was really funny. It was like, I'm excited to see 
Meredith versus Lisa, Heather versus Whitney, and Jen versus the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really what that intro was. It really was. It was Jen saying, That like, summed it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, Jen saying, like, she's got to make, you got you do what you got to do to make millions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was Meredith talking about, like, her friendship with Lisa and the beginning of it. They knocked my drink over. Who did? The dog? Yeah. Let me go tell. Okay, let me pause it. <laughs> All right, apologies. Um, one of the animals spilt Travis's entire drink all over the floor. Nothing changes in this household, <laughs> apparently, from right. the last time you guys were talking to us. It's a comforting continuity. <laughs> anyway, so basically, we yeah, we see Jen talking about her, um, where she gets her money, or like having a lot of money. We see Lisa um, talking about Meredith, and Meredith talking, talking about Lisa, and how they've been friends for so long. And then we see Whitney talking about how her and Heather are cousins and best friends. And that Heather says that Whitney is, like, always there for her. She's a great person, blah, 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 Um, Saying that she can always talk to her and everything. And then we do, like, a hard cut, which I love when Housewives does this. And it says 2022. (laughs) And then Sharif and Jen are, like, talking about how they're on the rocks. Jen says she wants to kill herself. Um, and then Meredith says that she never fully trusted Lisa. Heather brings out the eye patch, I, as I saw in that little clip there. A very bedazzled eye patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Heather says that Whitney makes everything all about her. They keep going back and forth. And it finally ends with Heather saying, fuck you for calling me a liar. You lost me. You lost me. And that was the intro to the episode and to the season. <laughs> what a tantalizing moment of television. It really was. And Heather did do an interview with people this week saying that she's like really sad about where their friendship is and oh. about Lisa. Like how she basically took Lisa's side the whole season <gasps> that Whitney did. Oh, Whitney did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, interesting. I know. That's a choice. So I don't know what the sides angle is. Well, and be interesting about. because Lisa comes to Heather first, not Whitney. I know. Mm. So Heather didn't bite that bait too hard. I feel like Whitney is always kind of the flip flopper, though. Of like, I want to be on the side of whoever I think is going to do best for me. It doesn't feel so malicious, but it does feel like you know she's like a dog following a scent in the breeze. Exactly. You know, it doesn't really mean it bad, but is kind of. Uh-uh. Is that the first time Early's barked on the podcast? No, maybe. <laughs> Good girl, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it because I really, I have things. We have things to say. Okay, I'll go. I'll go quickly through this opening part too. But my initial thoughts were: Whitney opens with a sound bath thingy, like the which we loved. Yeah, I didn't realize we? the the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize it kept going after you put the thing down. I thought you had to keep, like, rubbing it. It's like, what's that? Or did they edit that in? No, what's that, what's that tuning fork thing called or whatever, where you, like, hit it and it goes, Ooh. A tuning fork. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a tuning fork. That's what sound baths are like. It's like, once you do the initial rings, it, like, keeps resonating out. And that's uh, why. I think they have, like, multiple, a lot of times, so, like, the sounds are kind of like. Have you ever done the ones in the store? They stop after you stop. It's like what? It's like when you lick your finger and you do the top of the glass. I've never been to a sound bath store. It's not a sound bath store. They just have those <laughs> old places. Where? Yeah. Just places. <laughs> have them. Target. 
I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I've not done one of those before, but you, there's apparently like a sound bath on the beach that we could do every weekend if you want to do one. Yeah, I do. Um, and then Lisa is like wearing sunglasses and has her little big gulp Mm. thing. I'm assuming full of diet Coke. Um, heading out and she's there's, like, there's also a, there's also a quesarito in the Diet Coke. What are you talking about? A Taco Bell. A Taco Bell reference. There's a quesarito in the Diet Coke? Yeah, because she loves Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. A chalupa. Anyway, she's like, John, I'm heading out. Mm. Uh, 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 I'm going to see Heather. Uh. Wait, and we have to find out if their house is near, because it does look a little different, but then I also don't remember the house from last year. I think they would have year. said, because all the other ones that said, said new house. Or maybe they renovated it. I bet they renovated it. The kitchen looks really nice it in did. the back. I don't remember it from the last pendant year. pendant lighting? Further investigation pending. But the door looked familiar. It did, yeah. So I think they probably just renovated the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's what we were saying. Lots of review prior. Putage. Interesting that they can renovate a kitchen if she doesn't make any money. Meredith. <laughs> innovating that sh- Innovating. <laughs> Interesting that she innovated a kitchen after Meredith said that, innova- that her renovations are shit. With the SEC, <laughs> which I thought SEC was basketball, but... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Team Lisa already. Uh, okay, so then we see her heading out. Meredith is on the phone. I don't know who with, and she's like, don't expect to hear from me for hours. I'll be unavailable for quite some time. With a bare iPhone and a Meredith's Meredith Marks pop socket on the back. Interesting, yes. Um, and then we find out that Meredith go- is going out with Jen. And the music is literally like... <laughs> horror music, expect the unexpected. It is, it really is horror film music. So then we also find out that Lisa is meeting up with Heather. Um, and Jen and Meredith are in this like giant hot tub rooftop thingy. The only thing interesting about this scene is that I want to go there. I want to go there. Salt Lake City, okay, what a weird, <laughs> random place. For Well, especially as somebody who grew up on the East Coast, like, I, you know, I, I never have I ever was like, ooh, Salt Lake. But since this show, it's really great advertising for the city, because I it do want to go for multiple reasons, but the Aside scenery the is wild. Reasons. Yeah, we're not moving there, you know. But I mean, do we want to be openly gay in Salt Lake City? Oh, okay, they don't terrorize people that i know of well we can't drink regular hard alcohol apparently you can it's just uh would they say they give you less in a drink or something like that just i just think based on what they say about okay i was talking about going because i want to see the mountains <laughs> and sit in a hot tub not because i wanted to get wasted in the and persecuted in the, in the tabernacle <laughs> of mormon faith okay fine <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, though. That that place that they were at made me be like, okay. Yeah. So we can basically get, like, L.A. rooftop vibes, but see snowy mountains and be in a hot tub that's the size of a swimming pool. Yeah, it was a very large hot we tub. We should go there. Yeah, we, yeah, we should go. We should go. <laughs> and then we can drink in Park City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so then, yeah, they're basically going back and forth. Jen and uh, Meredith are talking in the hot tub. Um, they're, the, the majority of it is like them talking about how their relationship has changed, um, since LA and since the, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember it. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't very interesting. I was thinking about the view. Meredith. (laughs) I think the main thing with this is that Meredith talks to Jen about like 
kind of bringing up the Lisa rant a little mm. bit. They literally showed clips from that rant like seven times in yeah. this episode. Are they milking it a little too hard? It is pretty great, though. I think they... A pretty epic moment of television. I think throughout the episode, they showed different parts from it based on what they were talking about. Because rant. it was long. It was. <laughs> the rant. So, I, I mean, maybe they were milking it, but I also think it was like... To give context to last season, remember she said this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like that's stamped in my brain. Who can oh, forget yeah. that? Um, and then I also think this was kind of to initially show that this is also going to be Meredith's chance to respond to the rumors and maybe make like say more rumors about Lisa. Right. I like how she said. I think it was at this point in a confessional. She said, "I'm not." interested in Lisa's life yeah. at all. But <laughs> proceeds to the rest of the episode be like, I don't care about that bitch, I'm gonna say everything about everything that I hear. Get ready. And then the whole... Get wrecked! Literally the whole rest of the episode was her <laughs> dropping hints about rumors. I.e. you do care about what you hear because you are ready to put it on a platter and serve it to all the children. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the only other thing is that Jen said her trial starts in a month. This is back when she thinks it starts in March. Right. Um, and... It does get delayed to June. Correct. Um, and then it doesn't even matter because they don't have the trial. Right. Because she she... confesses. Yes. Um, but she's, she also talks about how she's planning this birthday party for Coach, um, and that she's inviting Lisa, and, like, she doesn't, she wants to make sure that, like, that's not an issue with Meredith. And nothing really happens aside from that. So then they go back to Lisa and Heather talking. Um, Heather is talking about how in her confessional that she feels like Lisa really needs her right now. And so that's why she went. Um, and they're at this restaurant. <laughs> and nothing is really said at all here except the funny part that I thought from this whole thing was that Lisa cheers as her and she says, to us. <laughs> and Heather says, <laughs> Well, I wasn't expecting that, but okay. <laughs> but okay. The thing that I liked most about this conversation was how Heather told her that she needed to eat humble pie. <laughs> and then she said, or in her confessional, she said humble pie. And then in Lisa's confessional, she said that she's eaten so humble, so much humble pie that she doesn't know how she's been she in, in her dress. dress. <laughs> but you honestly, but you already know that that's not true. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She doesn't. Right. She's literally just trying to, like, be like, how can I make this better for The me? whole reunion, yeah, exactly. And the whole reunion was, like, brush into the rug, brush into the, like, move past, move past, come on. Yeah. Like, let's just, sh- she said something really bad, really embarrassing, and she wants to get as far away from it as possible. Yeah. And Lisa's like, do you actually think that that's how I feel about Meredith? And then Heather's like, I yes, actually think that's how you feel so. about Meredith. As does everybody else. <laughs> and I think the main thing with this is, like, when all this was happening live for us, like, last season, we were literally, like, team Lisa in this moment. We were like, yes, let her have it. Like, she is kind of being a bad friend to you. And, like, yeah. she is taking Meredith's side for no reason. And, like, mm-hmm. you let it out. Like, if that's actually how you feel, like, let like we were all like, loose, okay, yeah. this is, like, a queen moment here. Yeah. And then... Now she's just backtracking on it so much. Like, in the reunion, Lisa definitely did not win because she was backtracking so much. And now this season, it's like, if you would just... Your relationship with Meredith is never going to be the same after this. Yeah. I think the only thing that is coming out of this that makes me realize is that I think they actually maybe were better friends or Lisa wants them to still be whatever friendship they had before. And that's the only reason she's fighting so hard to, like... 
say that this wasn't a real thing. Yeah. Because if they weren't actual friends, I think Lisa could really benefit in terms of the audience with being like, yeah, I own it. Meredith is a whore, and I know that she fucks half New York, and I know that her business is, like, her family's fake as fuck and all this stuff. And then we would be like, yes, queen. I mean, I don't know if for me it would be a queen moment fully because it was a little harsh. But I do agree that I think she would benefit from owning it at the reunion and she'd benefit from owning it now. If she would just say, listen, I did. I was angry. You hurt me. I thought bad things about you because I was angry at you and it all came out in a rant. You know, I'm sorry that I said I didn't mean for that to be heard and I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the things you could think like that would be much more respectable and entertaining, you know, versus all this. We're just going to spend a season watching Elisa try to convince everybody what we don't. We already know it's true to not be true. You know, it is. Exactly. Right. Um, the only other thing with this is Jen says that, like, Meredith is taking it a little bit too seriously. And if she was Meredith, she would make t-shirts that said garbage trash whore. Which, totally! <laughs> like, that is so yes true. That would be so funny. I mean, we literally bought our friends an ornament that said the, like, whole Lisa quote rant yeah. on it. <laughs> so, like, that is already, like, being monetized by random people on Etsy. Like, own that shit and make yeah. money off it. I agree. Jen is very smart in that sense of business, for sure. Um, and then also Meredith is saying that, like, again, that she's heard all these uh, cheating and, like, affair rumors. And Jen says, like, she's heard them, too. So, that's definitely where the season's going to go in terms of where the girls are talking about Lisa. Mm-hmm. Shady boots. Um, so, yeah, that's when Heather says the humble pie part and that Lisa says she couldn't fit in the dress. And then we switch full gears and Whitney is in her house talking to Bobby Rose. <laughs> Who's making a list of pros and cons about men's. Which also is like... I feel like pros and cons lists need to be about a certain person, not about men in a general. A whole gender. It literally says the first pro is that they're athletic, <laughs> all men are not athletic. She says you could only hope. Wait, um, how old are you in sixth grade? In Twelve? sixth grade, I think... You start grade? at five, is kind of, first grade is six. So Buck is going into eighth, no, ninth grade as 14, so I guess you're like 11. Yeah, okay. So young. Yeah, she's so little. When did you have your first kiss? Ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I think mine was me and old. The, me and the neighbor girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in your in your parents' neighborhood now? No, I lived in, we lived in Georgia at the time. Okay. Yeah, it was a girl across the street. Did she kiss you or did you kiss her? I don't remember the first one. I was 10 and she was 13. Oh. Mm, yes. Well, the tables have turned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> mine, I think, I guess mine was like when I was probably like 16. Mm. But it was with a boy. Yeah. Oh. But it was truth or dare. Oh, uh, yeah. And they were like, I dare you to make out with a boy in the room. And he kissed me. But oh, he was God. straight. And I cried in the shower and sang, I kissed a girl and I liked it, but I sang, I kissed a boy. That's really (laughs) sad. (laughs) 
the, no, the drama levels are too high. The, <laughs> it's high school, babe. <laughs> anyway, so Heather basically comes in as like talking to to Bobby Rose about how like boys are always going to let you down, but then she's like saying like. You should settle. You just have to realize you have to settle, settle, That's settle. That's not what she said. She literally said settle, settle, settle. She said that in her confession. She didn't say that to Bobby Rose. Okay. Bobby Rose was making a list, and she was joking about it because it was unrealistic. Well, to And Bobby in her Rose, brain, she, said, she was saying, you know, this isn't going to happen, so, so, so. But she did say something freaking weird. She said, "We need to rewatch that because honestly, no, I rewatched you did it on because Twitter I, earlier. Oh, you did. Okay, this whole part." I was conv- I was like, did she say ugly sex? She said, Heather says, attractiveness in a guy doesn't matter. Ugly sex is going to change your life. <laughs> to Bobby Rose. Okay, yeah. You know, I will, okay. I was like, okay, we need to calm down because this is, you know, she is a, a small child. Eleven. Uh, I will say maybe in defense of Heather... I have been in situations where I'm around adult friends and there are kids present and I've said inappropriate things. Not that. You know, a lot of cursing and things, but I just, you it's easy to forget, you know, when you're saying in a setting with your normal friends, you your brain is like, I'm going to say the things that I would normally say yeah. that I think that I would normally say and you forget that's not going to be appropriate for everyone in the room. But I feel like cussing is different than like saying like something like that. Oh, no, I mean, I'm saying I've made bad jokes, you know, but they were, like, jokes. But, but I don't know about ugly sex. Like, that's, that's not a... I know, I know. I'm not... I'm just saying I'm trying to reach for something <laughs> because I really like Heather, and I was like, wait, why would you say that to an 11-year-old? Yeah. Like, don't do that. It's weird. Yeah. Um, the only other really cool thing I took from this moment was their speakeasy bar situation. Want... I don't need it, but I want it. (laughs) You know what I mean? We don't have to hide a bar in our house, but I do want to hide a bar in our house. Can we have a bar and a hidden bar? (laughs) Like, that would be so cool. But what, like, a cool thing to do with, like, like, with us. Like, let's say we were able to afford a nice house. Like, well, I mean, in L.A. Mm Mm-hmm. That has something like a room that we don't use, like a wine cellar or something. What better use to turn that into like another little cute, like full on bar area that like opens up and has a table and a bar in it. Like things like that, where they definitely just had the spare room, whether it was like a pantry that they weren't using or a wine cellar or whatever. And they just turned it into like a full on speakeasy. Exactly. Yeah, definitely a smart idea. Writing down in the notes to forget. 100%. <laughs> um, okay, so this part, we really get to see Whitney saying that she's on this healing journey um, and that she wants to, like, kind of take the past and put it in the past with yeah. the Mormon church. And I didn't know this about that. Did you? The the book and the name? I... I knew about excommunication, and I think... I don't know... I didn't know about the tracking thing, as far as, like... I knew that there was a book, because it's very similar to, like, how, you know, your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, or whatever, if you're, like, like other Christian denominations. But it's not, like, an actual book. Whereas the Mormons have an actual ledger. Yeah, I didn't know any of that, really. And I definitely didn't know that you could just go to (laughs) quitmormon.com. 
Well, I don't think I, I don't think that's how you do. It. I think they just give you the resources yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah, and yeah. she signed a letter and is gonna send it in. But <laughs> that was just so funny to me. You just go to quitmormon.com. <laughs> Hashtag quitmormon.com. Yeah. I feel like it was a interesting scene because I didn't realize, you know, if you'd said it before the show started, I would said, "Oh, I think Heather would be all about that because she's had such a strong stance." But I, you know, her whole thing about her family being harmed by her, I, I, I did think she said, she said, "I wonder what she's talking about." Because if it's from the show, I think she's being too hard on herself when she said that she had done harmful things to her family, like to Mormons. And I was like, okay, like you just being honest about how you feel is not harmful to Mormonism in general. Like it exists, you know what I mean? They they don't see it as, okay, there's a show that's happening in Salt Lake City, the Mormon capital of the world. Yeah. They are the six people that are representing them on this kind of franchise. And they, one of them, Heather, is speaking out about the mormon religion very strongly and i mean i know later on we we write this she's writing this book and everything and i think like i do think the show has had a really big impact on her family like they think they see that millions of people watch the show every week and this is their interpretation of salt lake and mormons and they're and heather's the voice saying like you should turn from this Mm. so i think her family definitely has that resentment about the show if I had to guess. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I don't think... Heather's not the only dissenting voice in the world about Mormon. Maybe... I don't even know if she would be the loudest. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't follow that. But I just feel like her being honest about her feelings is not anything she needs to apologize for. And that's really what I mean. I know the Housewives is a bubble, but it's still a bubble that reaches millions of people every week. So... I get that, I it's get that. It's different than just her going on her YouTube channel, not being famous at all, and, like, saying these things. No, I know. She's got reach, and I get that. I just mean, it would be one thing if she was saying things outside of her own experience uh, and speaking for other people, but she's only she's only ever talked about herself, her experience, and I don't think that's something that she should apologize for. I just think people in, my opinion. in the church and her family are going to take that as speaking out against them. I, I get that. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying that. she was like, <laughs> apologize. And not, she was, she made it sound bad that she did that. And I'm like, that's, don't feel bad about that. Yeah. It is interesting to hear her say, like, that, you, like, even though she's done all these things and her family feels all these ways, like, taking her name out of the book would be the nail in the coffin type of thing it's a one of those things that's like i kind of understood because there's a little bit of i think superstition not okay it depends on how you feel about things but even i like i'm not very i'm not religious at all um you know but little things that i like grew up with i don't know you just you're like it's like the what if in your brain it's like that's probably not real but like i don't need to test it you know it, maybe she thinks, like, she's not really a Mormon anymore, but it's like, I'll just leave that alone, because what if it is right? 
type thing. It like doesn't you're hurt. Into heaven thing? And I think that's why she said that. She was like, "What changes in your day to day life?" Because yeah. I want to leave mine in there just in, just in case it doesn't hurt my family. And what if it's what if something's true about it? And I I'm good, you know, with that to yeah. some degree. I mean, I get that because all of those things are whether you are religious or spiritual or not. Like, there's just things about the world that we don't know, and so you just or we don't know 100% fact for certain. So, you know, you always want... So people sometimes feel, yeah, you need to be careful about things. Yeah. <laughs> or do <Actually>, you? <laughs> I do feel like there's certain times when I'm, like, praying. <laughs> you pray still? But, like, I don't even mean to be. It's just, like, something that's just, like, internally, like, I just speak it into the universe kind of a thing. Oh, Okay. You don't think so? You don't do that? I don't necessarily do that. I'm very, um, I think the thing that I took away from religion was, uh, my, I always grew up being told like how you word things is really important. Like the words have power types of like God spoke the universe into existence. So like words have power. So like to the extent that I used to change pronouns in songs to be from like, uh, they'd be like I, and I would just change it to other things because I wasn't, I didn't want to speak about myself in like those ways in the song. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little kooky. Uh, but like, I still sometimes, I don't change songs so much anymore, but <laughs> I still feel very That's like, what you, took from you change songs still. <laughs> I feel like you're minimizing what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I just mean, I think that's the thing that gets me the most is where I'm like, if I say something, I'm a little worried that I put something out into the universe that I didn't, that I wouldn't want to like come back and to gotcha. bite me in the tookie. So, all right, well, we have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely must. All right, so let's TLDR Jen's new house. It's much smaller. Yeah, what? but it's still 4,500 square feet. I know. Feet. So don't, the the fact that she's even trying to to like talk anything about it. It's your house is Erica double. Jane. Your house is double the size of most American houses. You're still, even the fact that you're about to go to jail, you're still doing much better than most people. Stop Selfie it. crying in the closet where you can still lie down fully in the closet. Stop it. Full stop. You actually play guilty to as being, I mean, I know she hadn't at this yeah. point, but it's like, ugh. She said she's putting every penny toward the case, which is literally not the case. It's her and Sharif and her sons. They could... If they wanted to actually put every penny toward it, live in a two-bedroom apartment. Well, I don't know about a two-bedroom, but how many kids does she have? Three. Yeah, they don't need to... We, her, all her kids don't need to be in one room. I'm just saying if you're trying to put every penny toward something... But they could definitely downsize. I mean, there's plenty of families... Me and that, Jake shared a room forever. Yes. there. I'm sure there are plenty of homes in Salt Lake that have enough rooms for everybody that are... Within a reason, like a not middle class feet. budget. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. And it doesn't have to be a house. If you're actually trying, I'm, I don't know. I just keep playing. Like she literally, after saying this, and poor me said we were putting every penny toward the case. Right, it's not the case. It gets done up in full glam by oh, a true. team of people who did that for her. Also, I don't want to like fully talk about appearances or whatever, but something's <laughs> changed. With her. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like she got more plastic surgery done. You felt like maybe she stopped doing it. No, I was just speculating. So I was like, well, she does look a little different. And I, I was like, well, she, if they're not 
if they're trying to save money, maybe she was getting fillers or something that she can't, that she's not doing anymore. But I don't, honestly, I don't know. If she does look a little different for some reason. I don't know. Does she, though? <laughs> it's all speculative, and I don't want to, like, make everything about looks, but, like, it's Housewives, so I'm going to make it about looks, and she looks different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that so wrong? There was something, I don't think it's very dramatic, but something was a little different, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, maybe something she was getting, and then she's not now. Yeah. But who knows? Um, the last part from this part is that she says that, like, everybody else on her case has pled guilty and taken plea deals. Right. And she says, I don't know why they would do that. No. She says, I don't know anything about the... I she don't said, know. She I said, don't know I don't know the other defendants. Deals. I'm innocent. Basically saying, like, I don't know why they would all do it because I'm innocent, so aren't they innocent? That's what it sounded like to me. Oh. I don't think I got the exact same read, but I'm not quite... I don't quite remember the way she worded it. So, then we go to Park City, and we're at Meredith's new house, which I did like her... Which is the third house for the third season. I feel like... The last house had a very nice view. I feel like the last time, they didn't they say, like, Meredith's new rental? Yeah, they did. This one, it said Meredith's new house. Oh, so maybe maybe they they bought it. it. Sure. That's all what I... I feel like they've been very transparent in the past about, like, renting. And even, like, Jen was on the phone with her... It said the owner of the house, so she's definitely yeah. renting it. Right, right, right. And I feel like Meredith might be her, like, owned house. Okay, yeah. Maybe. It's nice. It's I mean, nice. the kitchen is I shit and nice. I the last one's windows and view yeah. so much better. But the kitchen looked nice, and the outside looked nice. Yeah, yeah, Not gonna downplay that. They're doing well, sweetie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I feel like she actually does make a lot of money off merch. Based on just... Like, I believe it. She's always posting people's stories. Um, considering you also contributed to Meredith Marks by buying a pajama set for your relative. I did. I bought my mom a pajama set for Meredith Marks. Mm-hmm. It was nice, though. It was satin. Yeah. <laughs> the merch is not... Um... It's solely for uh, the housewives. You know, but that's it. That's the thing. You make, They make money from, you know, their image in there what they do and your mom likes Salt Lake and you like Salt Lake so it's a nice gift I feel like she'd like it more if it said garbage whore instead of Meredith Marks on the pocket but your mom would not <laughs> stop know, I'm it just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it might mean a little bit more and just like the pop socket just says it has a pink M on the back like mm-hmm. if your name doesn't start with M why do you want that yeah I'm sorry Meredith hire me if you're listening to this <laughs> I could redo your merch and make it miles better darling <laughs> I'm engaging. <laughs> uh, Seth walks in carrying this like box of ramen, and he says, "For a guy that can't keep a job, this is all we can eat." <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Seth was much. Maybe he took notes from the last season, but he was like way more real, real, and like also like professional and per- and like. I don't yeah. know, he wasn't trying to make, like, stupid jokes all the time. He right. was, like, actually making... There were no boob references. Yes. Sex no references. Sex references. Gender references. Nothing. Lord. Um, and so this is when Meredith is basically, like, trying to delegitimatize. Is that the right word? <laughs> Legitimize. Legitimize. Delegitimatize. Delegitimize. <laughs> <laughs> It's too late for this. <laughs> Legit. 
delegitimize. Delegitimize <laughs> Lisa's business. Yeah. She was fully saying like that she looked at SEC records, which I don't know what that fully means, but it was basically saying that like she isn't seeing any income and that John Barlow just follows her around, does whatever she wants. Right. Which I think that's dumb because like they both own a business together and maybe Lisa is the kind of strong person saying like do this, do that, but like he's still part it's of also the business. His, it's also his wife's or I say it's it's also when he's on the show it's because of Lisa. So yeah. he's not there for himself. So it's not surprising that he's doing things for her on the show. There's also a video of her son on TikTok where this guy uh, asks yeah. how much money is in your bank account and he says two hundred and seventy thousand yeah. dollars from Fresh Wolf. So if he's making that for Fresh Wolf, then Lisa is fine. So I don't want to see Meredith coming for this. Especially it's a bad look when your friend is literally going to jail for fraud. Yeah, but you're also assuming that he's telling it. I mean, I, I think he... I don't see why he wouldn't be honest. And really, he sh- probably he should not have said that. <laughs> yeah. um, but at the same time, you know, it's also possible that that's not the case. So I just don't think it's a good look for Meredith to be saying that Lisa's money might not be coming from legitimate places. When I don't think she was saying that it wasn't coming from legitimate places. I think she was saying that she's not making money, that her businesses are not working. So where is she making money then? But she has multiple businesses. I think they were probably referring to Vita, which is what comes up a lot about. But that's the thing is that they don't really like, they're saying these things, but Lisa does have, like she does work. I'm she's involved with the Fresh Wolf thing, but she also has her, uh, what, what does she do? Like events? What's that thing with Sundance? Like yeah, she's an event. Right. Event. event. Yeah. She does all that stuff. Marketing. Vita's all another business. So if Vita's not doing well, it doesn't mean they're not making money other places. Yeah. But also I would feel like Vita is doing better than ever. Like we've wanted to get our hands on Vita for so long. And they have all these influencers doing Vita campaigns right now. Oh, well they need, yeah. I, who, I don't know who they're insinuating that she's sleeping with to get them in the stores. It's not working because we can't find it. <laughs> yeah, they're not in any stores. <laughs> right. Total that's wine and Calabasas. That's what I'm saying. Like it's far away. <laughs> anyway. Um, the main thing that they took from this, that I took from this was in a confessional, Meredith says that I have never exchanged sex with someone for money. That's what a whore does. Maybe some other people have. And then producer says, are you insinuating that Lisa has slept with someone for money? And then clearly sips tea. Sips New York tea, New York cup tea with a sticker on the bottom. (laughs) With nothing in it. There was was literally no tea in that cup i really feel like i mean to me this just came across as somebody who was like insulted by what was said and just threw it back at them yeah you know i don't think i don't even know if she like really believes it so much as it's more about you know she's just upset about what was said and she's just retaliating yeah i don't know but it's I, easy she's like you insinuated well i can insinuate but that's what i got but from it it seems like even the next episode she's not gonna insinuate she's gonna say that she slept with people yeah, yeah, to get yeah. her Vita out there. Which doesn't make... Yeah, like we said, doesn't make that much sense. But um, that was like the whole point of that was, I think, just to show Meredith's new house and to kind of... And how not unbothered she is by it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she says she's unbothered, bothered. she's very bothered. <laughs> very that. 
Um, so then before the Harlem Knights party, we see Whitney's gaze shoving her boobs in her dress. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, they put this man on TV grabbing her titty. I know. And then the other one was like, you should wear pasties, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Seth is, like, confused about what the theme is. Uh, he, he said Brooklyn Knights. And then... Uh, they show Angie, who's the new cast member, not Angie from last season, a new Angie, um, getting the party ready. It's kind of sad. <laughs> she literally threw this entire party, and they showed her for like 0.05 seconds. Of yeah. The whole- she wasn't a lot of background, I think, but you had to be kind of scanning. Which is like fine, but you just know that like she probably spent a lot of her own money on this party, and like it was her big debut, and they like showed her like not at all. Yeah, but also she has apparently has a lot of money, so it's fine. Yeah, she def- it seems like from her house and the party, she has the most money out of any of the ones on this show so far. Apparently she was driving a Lamborghini at 28. It said 28? They said their 10-year reunion, high school oh, reunion. Oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also good. I like that they have, you know, because some, ca- some other franchises, you know, they'll include new members and a lot of times they're linked to people but sometimes it's kind of shallow you know yeah. like oh this is a friend to somebody but are they really friends or they just kind of knew each other a little bit or yeah. like they've met a couple times whereas this girl went to high school with heather has known jen since college like yeah. you know those heather are, said she's known even if they're 15. not even if they're not besties they like have history yeah so i agree with that and lisa said she knew her too right I can't remember, but I think so. Um, so we show them all showing up to the party. They're all kind of dressed in, like, very, like, flapper outfits, it seems like. The girls are. So Harlem Nights is a movie that came out in the 80s that is about, um, like, takes place in the Prohibition era. Oh, okay. So they're all kind of wearing 20s flappers outfits. Um, and... There's probably a lot more to that that we don't know, so I apologize for... Ignorance yeah. on that topic, but we don't know. Uh, so, basically, they were saying that Lisa kind of, like, shows up, and she's, like, saying she doesn't want to, like, necessarily have this exact moment with Meredith tonight, but she's saying that she doesn't want to throw away this 10-year friendship over, like, this one bad moment. Um, but it is interesting that when she shows up, she goes directly to Whitney and Heather. Like, no talking to anybody else. She just goes over there. Right. Life trap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Life trap with the people that hated you the most halfway through last season. Right, because the other two are not an option. Yeah. Um, Jen is saying she finds it hard to go to this party that, like, she didn't get to physically throw for Sharif. Um, Lisa is, like, talking to this rando, and she's basically saying, like, that she is taking Vita into the hard seltzer route. She's like, everything's just, like, really crazy right now. <laughs> it's so great. Amazing. Which, maybe it is, but this is also very much a Lisa... Yeah. And that's the thing with Pete... When they always talk about vulnerability on, like, TV shows about like, getting people to connect with you, it's because everybody knows everything is not uh, roses all the time, right? So, yeah. like, you have to show... Even though... You know, obviously she's going through a hard time because of what she said. That She's also saying that was private and not meant to be heard by anybody. Like, she doesn't willingly air out any real negative 
feelings, emotions, truths, things that happen, you know. And that's why people don't resonate and why she's not always getting ahead in the game on this, like, as far as maybe fans or just, like, relatability is because, no, but she doesn't talk about it. Yeah. If things are bad, say they're bad. I also have another thing that I want to say that I meant to say earlier was I did not, I mean, it was kind of funny. I think she said it flippantly, but at the same time, it was kind of, I don't know. I won't say annoying, but when Heather met with Lisa at the beginning, it was like saying, I'm going to do it because if, you know, I can find a way to bridge the gap so she doesn't hate me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Mm, it's not the reason to do it. Yes. You know? (laughs) And also in this situation where Lisa comes up to them, you know, because they're the only ones, because there's now in the cast, uh, besides them, there's Jen and Meredith and their buddy, buddy. So they're off, not off limits, but like they're not somebody that Lisa can go to. So now she's going to them. It's like you, that should be something that you realize. Yeah. That she's coming up to you because the bridges are a little singed over there. Because there's five of you and she only has you two left. Right. So don't bite so deep into it. Because it might not, you know, maybe she's being sincere, but most likely not. Exactly. Uh, Meredith walks in. They don't really make eye contact. It's kind of awkward. She says, John, get me a Vita. (laughs) I I need need tequila. tequila. (laughs) (laughs) I did think this part was funny. I guess there's this guy, Glenn Davis from the Celtics is there. And Heather is like kind of flirting with him and saying, I guess they call him Big Baby. I, I was going to say, did they? is that what they actually call him, or did they do that because of the other baby on the show? What other baby? The one, the man that they said, little baby or something? No, no, no. The, last, the guy last season that she was flirting with was called Big Daddy. Oh, okay. And I think this guy's nickname is Big Baby. So she gotcha. was saying, like, I'm going from Big Daddy to Big Baby, and I like Big Baby better. Gotcha. She okay. compared him to a pina colada, and she compared the other guy to a Shirley Temple. Right. Uh, but I just thought that part was cute and funny and i like that we're gonna like still get on this heather like flirting it seems like (laughs) phase is gonna continue this season i thought they were trying to pull a metaphor not a metaphor but like a when they said bobby what's her name bobby brown bobby joe bobby brown bobby what was her name bobby who bobby whitney bobby Bobby. their last name is rose so it's bobby rose bobby rose (laughs) (laughs) which is weird that they call her her first name and last name every time. <laughs> yeah. So when Bobby, they were like Bobby, Bobby Rose Brown. When they said Bobby Rose is boy Isn't crazy. Bobby Brown like a judge or something. I don't know. <laughs> I I was thinking makeup for some reason. Now that I think about it, but I think um, when they said Bobby Rose is boy crazy, I but it, with, and Heather was there. I was like, I think they're drawing a comparison. Yeah, to Heather. Um. Okay. So. Heather basically goes up to Meredith and is, like, saying that she talked to Lisa and that Lisa feels really bad about it and, like, have they gotten a chance to talk? And Meredith says that if anybody should feel bad, it should be Lisa, and that's all they really got from that. Um, And Lisa kind of is, like, later saying that she doesn't think this is the right setting, even though she does end up having conversations (laughs) in this setting with her and Seth. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Jen makes this speech while cutting the cake, uh, that was sad. That yeah. was basically saying like, she doesn't know how many birth, like if they're going to have another birthday dinner together. Um, and they show a coach Shaw confessional Yeah, where he's saying like, he can't imagine his life without his wife. 
this really threw me too because I've never really thought about it. I've thought about it from like how it impacts their family, but I haven't really thought about it from like like put yourself in his shoes type situation where like could you imagine if I was just like that happened to me and like yeah. you know and then I might be going away for technically it's not you know. happening to you though. Like you made it happen. She made it happen. Oh, I get what you're saying. That's what I okay. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like this situation that's occurring wherein your partner might be gone at like of their own actions. Yeah. Like I was doing something you didn't know about that would cause me to go to prison for years and years and years. Like this is wild. Yeah. It especially is wild. It's especially at that like you know, not that he, I mean, he's not old, old, but you know, you've been with somebody for so long. It's not a period in your life where you would like necessarily want to be trying to like move on or, and it's also like how many years, you know, you're not in the beginning of your life or yeah. even the middle. You know, it's a very sad situation for him and for the rest of her family. Right. To be, like, this person that I love and spend every day with, it might go away to jail for years. And it's, like, this was also a whole year ago. Yeah. Almost. So this is, like, there's just so many... At this point... This is the weird part about this show, this season, I think, is, like, there's gonna be so many points where, like, we, as viewers from the future, know exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's, like, very sad to know... Like, to see Sharif having this great time with his family and with Jen in March or in a... When it, yeah, beginning of the year. was. And to, like, just know that, like, now he's about to, like, send his wife off to jail for... Who knows, who knows how, long. how long. Right. Possibly 18 years. Like, that's the sad part. That's kind of, like, the sad part about Jen being involved in this show as a whole... Right. That I think is going to become kind of like an elephant in the room as viewers watching it. Right. I agree. Um, okay, so back to the party. Justin and Seth talk a little bit, and they're basically saying, like, <laughs> we shouldn't hold each other accountable for what our wives say, but it's, like, very tense. awkward and tense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seth is kind of, like, not making eye contact. It's, like, very awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Big Baby lights Heather's cigar. <laughs> um and to before you move on i i feel like to that point i feel like people talk with their i mean it's completely possible not you know because people's friends and or whatever but they were close and i feel like she probably had said some of those things before like to the point i think maybe it was awkward because it's like I I would have find it hard to believe that that wasn't a conversation that they had together before she went on her rant. Like she hadn't said things like that. Like Justin was kind of part of it because he probably knew her feelings about it. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Like maybe that was completely out of left field, and she kept all that bottled up inside to herself. But then it's also just as likely that. But also when people she, say things She about, was mad and she and there's been multiple times where she ranted to him about it. Yeah. And when people say things about your partner or your husband or your wife, like those like inevitably that's also hurting you. And so like Lisa should know that if Justin and Seth have a relationship, saying those things John. 
Justin. I keep saying Justin. I know. Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> I swear they said that both their names were Justin, and then they just call Whitney's husband Justin. J- John? John. John. Oh. No, Justin is Whitney's husband. John is Lisa's. <laughs> anyway, sorry. John? <laughs> no, it is Justin, right? No, John. John. Why can I not? I don't know. Uh, anyway, John, uh, I, I basically just like, Lisa should know whatever she says about Meredith is in turn a yeah, but that, I mean on someone right. that Seth loves. Right. That's true. But, you know, it's in this case, she also said things about Seth directly. So true. That's true. Okay, so they, this whole part basically was just like them saying like she, they don't think that Lisa should say anything right now, um, and Whitney kind of drops that that she wants to take a trip to Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Scottsdale Arizona, which mm-hmm. Scottsdale sounds like the most bland name I could ever think of, mm-hmm. but it looks really nice. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> just like, wait, let's go to Scottsdale. No, Scott. That's like saying, like, let's go to um, Bob's John Smithville. Bob's Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds very bland. Steve's River. Steve Street. Joe's Beach. Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Lisa, now, I, I, I think they're all kind of getting drunk. Don't yeah. you think? Lisa goes up to Meredith and hugs her. And says she loves her. It was a surprise hug. It was definitely a surprise hug. Mm-hmm. Meredith was not ready for it and did not like it. Yeah, she talked a big game, but then she just let that happen. Right, and then later she says like she's mad at Seth for engaging with it, and like she literally also engaged with it. Yeah, you could have told her you didn't want the hug. Exactly. You could have backed off. Um, and so then <laughs> she goes up to Seth, and they have this whole back and forth, and... Seth mm-hmm. is basically saying, like, he couldn't believe the things that he sa- she said about Meredith. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and she, he was so surprised by it and hurt. It was hateful. 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 And Lisa starts crying and says she hasn't been able to sleep since she said it. It's Not true. You, you seem perfectly healthy for somebody who's been sleeping for multiple months. And Meredith did say, like, it has been two months. Mm. So she could have reached out at any point before filming, basically, is mm-hmm. what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, the scene, okay, I'm gonna let you, I mean, go ahead. this scene upset me. And by upset, I mean, I'm not emotionally disturbed, but I was like, girl, you went left again. Yeah. I know. It did make me be like, okay, Lisa just wants everything to be back to normal so that she can get on with her life. Like, she doesn't actually care that she did it. She just wants to be, like, over it. Done with it, yeah. Yeah. The whole trying to, and I don't like when people say... She's, they're just trying to excuse behavior because sometimes when you're like, like, it's okay in my opinion to apologize, but also provide context and like explanation so that like, it wasn't, you know, if I'm trying to say something like I said something wrong and it's like, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I was in a really bad place. I was processing a lot of things, just like Meredith did at the reunion when she said she was going through a hard time and like things were like overly dramatic for her because xyz like that's it's still an apology you're just giving context yeah which is what i feel like it and i feel like that's okay and what she was trying to do but then but really what she was doing 
was lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, it wasn't the issue is not that you're trying to provide context. It's that you're misrepresenting what happened. She even went so far as to say, as to say that she had never thought that way about Meredith and that she does not feel that way about Meredith. Yeah. Well, she said Which she was a judicious slap in the face to everyone on the planet all at the same time. It never has happened before. I'm just kidding. But I could not believe she said that. Because you do not pull that out of the rabbit's hat. You don't go on a tirade and say insult after insult after insult that you just made up on the spot yeah. because you thought that would be something when it was relevant to what to the people you're talking about. You've clearly had these thoughts before and you whether you expressed them or not bottled them up or you you bottled them up and they all came out yeah so don't act like on a microphone yes don't act like you never thought about any of this before you just made it all up on the spot no nobody believes that i don't understand like when i have these thoughts in my head i don't necessarily have the need to say them out loud especially all like Loud enough that a microphone outside a door picks it up. Like, those are things, even if she says she didn't want them to be heard, she wanted someone in that room to hear them. I can, you know what? This is the thing. I can buy that she was so upset, so angry, and went into a blind rage and just ranted. And wasn't, you know, in that moment cognizant of the fact that she was in a place that would likely record her. Like, I can buy all that. You can sell me that cookie, and I will eat it. If you but run into you a room from a camera me. and immediately close the door and start screaming all those things, you're thinking that that camera won't but, keep rolling? But I can... No, 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 no. I don't think that's... I'm saying I can buy that she was so angry that she didn't think <laughs> about any of those things. And that she really... In her... In that moment, she was angry, went into a space, and just let it out. Yeah. Not meaning for it to be heard. Like, I can buy that. You can sell that to me. I is, is it realistic? No. But I can see how somebody who's, like, emotionally compromised, you know, thinking they took their, their, hot, their like, personal mic off. Yeah. And went off. And, like, maybe she might have even been in, like, the back corner of the room in the closet. And they just had, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I'm adding extra things that doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not my point. My point is that I, that I'm okay with. But you saying... But you can't say that you That you never thought these things. Right, exactly. Is BS. That's what it is. Big BS. I didn't think those things until that night when, she, when I no. was hurting, blah, blah, blah. No. No. You thought those things or you had them in your arsenal to say out loud? Yes. You point. have picked on those things before. They were yeah. cocked and ready to go because yeah. you had already thought of them. Exactly. Yes, nobody thinks otherwise. And I think Justin, or no, I think uh, Seth really sees through that uh, pretty much fully and like immediately goes back to Lisa, or go, goes back to Meredith and says like, I think she was just making excuses, which like you said, it's not necessarily making excuses. No, it's lying in this it's case. Lying. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I always say that because I always hate when people say that, like, oh, they're just making excuses. Like, no, providing context is fine. Saying you were in a place but of lying is, is not. true. That's yeah, not an excuse. Right. And she wasn't saying anything. It's an, an excuse. But. All right. So basically what happens from here is Lisa and Justin leave crying. They all kind of, like, see John. them leave crying. John. 
I'm, I keep saying Justin because I wrote Justin when I was taking notes. <laughs> I apologize. Lisa and John. Was John crying? I don't think John was crying. Lisa was crying, and she's like, can we leave? Yeah, yeah, And they leave. Um, and everyone else kind of... Uh, Stays. <laughs> well, they, they all see them. Right. Cry, leave. Um, and that's the end of the party, and that's the end of the episode. Dun, dun, dun. So then we see the next time on, and <laughs> Jen wants to throw a garbage trash whore lingerie party, which is funny. Right. That actually happens. <laughs> Does she say that for the Scottsdale trip? Because they... I think so, they, they because it seems like they end the up the Whitney argument when Heather says, you lost me, is in lingerie. <gasps> Surely that's not already. Well, maybe they have two episodes in Scottsdale. But still, a third episode and that's happening? I don't know. I didn't even realize she was in lingerie when that happened. Yes, they all are. Well, then maybe so. Mm. That might be episode three. I feel like they would have shown that on this if it was. But still, even if it happened in the first half of this season, I'd be surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that does happen. Wow. All right. Um, And so then we see the Arizona like house. It looks really cool. Um, Whitney wants Lisa to have a conversation with Meredith, is what we see happening. She seems to say that she thinks Meredith is ready to have a conversation, and that is what we call illiteracy. Because you read the room wrong. <laughs> like, that is not the case at all. Well, Whitney Everything Meredith has said is, I, well, she's times. illiterate, is what I'm saying, because <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> Um, and then we see that thing that we saw in the initial season trailer that is Meredith bringing up to Whitney that Lisa potentially does, the- sleeps around to get Vita to be put in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe, I assumed all this would happen like, like you said, like later in the season. No, they're coming out the gate it's, swinging, apparently. It seems like probably the thing at the table where Lisa says, like, excuse me to Whitney is going to happen this next episode, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's when Lisa and Whitney actually do, like, form a bond because they're, like, hating over Meredith for bringing up these rumors. Yeah. And that's when Heather is saying, like, you shouldn't be on this side. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Seems um, like we're going to find out sooner rather than later. And then Whitney says she's bringing in a shaman and recommends they not drink. So that might be a thing. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to be like a point of contention where they probably all get drunk or something. Yeah. While Whitney's trying to have her moment. Um, and then Meredith says she needs a safe space. Lisa said, I feel like I could be a safe space for you. <laughs> no, she says, I used to be a safe space. That's what it was. And then she says, you are not a safe space, Lisa. Yeah. She just really put herself out there for that. You should have known not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are not a safe space for her. Nope. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, what a wild ride. And can I say that Salt Lake just delivers? Yeah. I mean, I... I couldn't believe the second season was so good after the first season, and season three is starting off strong. It's definitely giving Potomac vibes, I feel like, a little bit. Yes. Like, no, I would say, I mean, Potomac does deliver also, truly. It's like a small cast that always are the same You're right. girls, that every time relationships change, things alter, but 
at the end of the day, they're going to have their drama and they're going to have their friendship. <laughs> yeah. It's small enough that things still matter, but big enough to do flashy. I don't know what I'm saying. I like that they didn't bring in a new girl right away. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's only too. five of them. Yeah. There's going to be apparently three friend ofs. But and you know, Lisa was in the middle. That's true. Mm-hmm. So she seems to be pivotal to the season. Oh, we also didn't get any intros. Yeah, no intros. Episode. Yeah. So I guess I mean I'm, I'm def- we'll definitely get them. I'm next. assuming they're reserving them, but may- what if they were doing a new? They said we're done with those. No, they probably just had like so much jam packed in this that they were like, we'll do it next episode. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts going forward on what you hope to see that maybe we didn't see? I was kind of surprised that Jen. They didn't kind of start with Jen pleading guilty i'm not because can like in context to the season like i think it's bad enough that we already know gotcha and because I, I think production you know obviously like didn't know either until it happened so but like this know. season they started with or last season they started with the swap team thing and then it flashed forward oh that's true I, so. I just think maybe it's like maybe not calling I don't know I really don't know maybe they didn't really get enough footage from it to be like we can put this front and center yeah I don't know I didn't re- I don't really have any thought my only thought after watching the episode was I fucking love Salt Lake City <laughs> I know. and that's it and it I'm was, excited for the season it was kind of like we were watching Beverly Hills too at the same time obviously um it did kind of make me be like, this one's way better. <laughs> yeah. In just one episode. Like, Beverly Hills always bring, like, every franchise has its own kind of flavor, you know, but I just appreciate Salt Lake because it feels more real. Yeah. As far as, like, relationships amongst them and the stakes and, like, how they, like, they're actually talking about things that effect slash matter that they can't get away from type situations. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if that's always the case on other franchises, but it seems like on other franchises, they care more about their image in terms of how the viewers see them. And they don't really care too much about the interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Whereas this one, because they care so much about interpersonal relationships, it makes us as viewers care more. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it also seems like it's kind of wild that we didn't get anything from the new girl Dana or other Angie in this episode at all. When it seems like the new girl Dana is going to have like a lot to do with the drama with Jen coming up based on the trailer. I'm so confused. Is Dana then the housewife or is Angie the new housewife? Or is Angie a friend of? They're all friends of. Oh, they're all friends of. I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's two Angies and a Dana. They're all friends of. Okay, okay, okay. Um, But I... In the trailer, Dana was basically saying, like, was the one being like, oh, well, you're going to go to jail, and, like, wh- who's going to gotcha. pay your... Something about the books. The books, money. Uh, and, yeah, so I'm just surprised that we didn't see any of her on this, and yet it seems like all the drama from the trailer might happen in the next two or three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that about wraps it up. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us back in on this journey. What a great time. Uh, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm glad to be back in it. I apologize that we were gone for so many months. We tried our hardest to do what we could in those couple months. But like now that things are back up, obviously we're going to be back here every week talking about this. Um, and we're going to hope to get the episodes out. Whatever day it airs, we're going to hope to get them out the very next day. Um, we're not sure. This one aired on a Wednesday. Last year it aired on a Sunday. So we're not sure when... The normal date is. The normal date is. But whatever it is, we'll be out the very next day um, for you guys. And we just appreciate you so much for listening. And we're I'm excited for the season. Yes! And I'm Tyler. I'm Dravis. And this has been Privileged Weeks. Yes, thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.